Hey, this is the Eric Bowling Podcast. I'm here with Alinda McLaughlin. Really, really good to have you. Glad you joined us. We want to thank our sponsor, Allegiance Gold, who are always, always spot on with everything that's going on in the markets, it with inflation and everything, everything we need to know with assets. In the meantime, folks, you know, we're on the verge of a full-blown war in the Middle East. Do you know what happens in war? Even the threat of war. Stocks, they get decimated. They decline, which is bad news for your IRA and your 401k. Recently, our own Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said the U.S. can afford supporting two wars. Did you hear that? Janet Yellen says, oh, things are great. No problem. Let's support another war. No problem. Well, guess what? Israel and Ukraine, guess what? That's going to cost you. It's going to cost the market. The world is watching. How can we afford that? Our government has spent and continues to spend billions upon billions to help fund foreign wars and humanitarian aid, pushing us into so much debt that our debt has been downgraded for the first time ever. Our debt is downgraded. U.S. debt is less than perfect. Think about that, folks. See, the real war is against your wealth. Listen closely. You may love gold or you may hate it. I don't know. But take it from me. You need it. You need it in your portfolio and you need it now. Gold protects your retirement and allows you to have profit potential. Gold is a shield, a store of value, an insurance policy on your wealth from war and from all these economic uncertainties and an overzealous government that loves to spend your money, putting us further in debt. In addition to war, we're faced with Biden's disastrous inflationary fiscal policies, the Fed raising rates. Who haven't seen that? Printing more money just to stay afloat. Recent job cuts, increased bankruptcy filings, and not to mention oh, the R word, recession on its way. This war is upon us, attacking our wealth and what we've worked so hard for. The government, we're not looking out for you. We need you to look out for yourself. We need us to look out for ourselves. Protect your retirement, invest in gold, but do it only with the most trusted name in gold, Allegiance Gold, the only gold company I trust to protect my IRA. Allegiance Gold has earned the highest trust rating in the precious metals industry and, like me, is truly interested in building a long-term relationship. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwitheric.com today. Give them a call at 844-714-ERIC, E-R-I-C. That's 844-714-3742. Don't wait. Protect your retirement today. Call 844-714-ERIC and speak with one of Allegiance Gold's experts. They'll answer all your questions, help you protect what you've worked so hard for by getting you on the right financial path. The time is now, folks. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwitheric.com. Or call 844-7144. We all fall into one of two camps. There are those that believe Bidenomics is the way forward. And the rest of us who think that's a load of horseshit. <laughs> you want to hear what really great economic ideas sound like? Want to see America back on the road to energy independence? If you're in the camp that refuses to allow this country to devolve any farther, if you're sick of propaganda passing itself off as legitimate news, if you're unapologetically American, then hop in and let's drive this Mack truck right down the liberals' throats. This is the Eric Bowling Podcast. 
Welcome, everybody. We are here with the famed Eric Bowling here for the Eric Bowling Podcast. I'm Linda, and Eric, thank you again for always hosting such a great show. I'll just I miss it if we if we if we go a day late or something. I'm like I got to get back on that. I, I really do enjoy these conversations we have, Linda. It's well, unfortunately, like the, there's a lot to talk about. It's probably <laughs> what everyone would talk about at the water cooler if they yeah. were allowed to talk anymore because you're just not allowed to to say what your feelings are and what you really feel your guttural reaction to some of this stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just blown away. This, this whole thing with these college kids on campuses mm-hmm. who are, who are supportive of Hamas. I mean, they, they don't realize what a horrible organization Hamas is number one. And number two, what horrible people are running countries like Palestine, like Iran, these people who are so worried about people's feelings and, and uh, you know, make sure you use my, right freaking pronoun or else, you know, you're wrong or I'm getting you fired. Yeah. Oh, they don't care about pronouns in Iran. You get tossed off buildings. You're not, it's illegal to be homosexual in Iran. And somehow these assholes are in college campuses around the country protecting that, putting mm-hmm. a shield around that as we, rather than exposing the, the humanitarian crises that are happening around the world. Israel is the only place you can be gay and be outright living in the Middle in East. In the Middle East. Do it anywhere else. And, the, and they want to get rid of that. But our jerk, loser student body in our universities of higher, mm-hmm. higher education are protecting, somehow protecting that. And as you, you know, are a little off-camera discussion, <laughs> just wait till, <laughs> wait till they meet. Uh, Muhammad Hamas and well, listen. I can say I can say in a very PC way for our podcast, which is, you know, when the draft comes and it will come, because we don't have enough able-bodied, willing citizens here in the United States to go and fight. So when that time comes and they say, okay, uh, Hamas is here, uh, you know, ISIS is here, you know, the charter of all of these various nations that have said death to America, I don't know, since their creation, are here. Who's going to go to the front lines? Is it the drag queens inside of the Marines? Is it the people walking up and down the street who say that your children are not your children unless we allow them to transgender? Or is it our men and women already in the military who are trained in the use of a firearm and firearm safety, who all of the I hate gun folks, which that's a whole other tangent, which I can get into. But just for a hot second, every single mass shooting we've had, oh, I don't know, like ever, we've had mental illness involved, including this last horrible incident in Maine where the guy six weeks ago is telling the cops, hi, um, I got PTSD. I'm having some shit going on up top. I'm not feeling like I'm okay. Can you guys help me out? I'm, I'm crying out for help. I might shoot up a military. I base. might commit a crime. If that's the one that didn't, you know, uh, hey, can someone get an agent to just knock on that guy's door and see what's Let's going on? Check on him. Let's go check on him. But my point is, who is going to the front God line? God forbid you're a pro-life activist standing outside a, a Planned Parenthood. They'll, they'll, they'll raid your house. They'll find, well, I'll, I'll make you, sure you know, your shit's not, uh, you know. It is, it is very difficult for me, you know, and, and I'm really, I'm really struggling, you know, as a mom, you know, I really don't understand as a human being, let's take the mom out of it, how you can look at a group of people marching in the street. Now I'm of the opinion, 
as I have been with all of these very coordinated flash mob marches with prepared signs and t-shirts. They've already got all the songs memorized. They know how to march and step. These people have been prepped. These are well-organized individuals. And let me tell you, when you look at them, I know they're, they don't brush their teeth. So the only way that they were able to get up, get some signs, get some matching clothes, march on the same foot was because somebody like a Soros or like one of these big, you know, go blue democracy now, you know, bullshit camps said, hey, I'm going to pay you $15 an hour today. Instead of collecting your check, you're going to go out in the street and you're going to do X. Now, that's not all of them, but it's a good majority of them. Right, and right, if you sorry. get them on scratch the side. Off, scratch up George Floyd and, and, and put it in Palestine. <laughs> right. I literally call it hashtag whatever the thing is now. What's the thing now? Yeah. Oh, we hate the Jews? Great. Okay. Just so you guys know, that shit's not new. Anti-Semitism, yeah, we know all about that. The difference between you guys and the Nazis is that they didn't have video cameras and TikTok. Now I know what you assholes are doing. So you're in the middle of Grand Central and you're praising the Palestine movement. You have no idea what happened in 1948. You have no idea what happened in 1967. You have no idea about Muhammad, the second prophet or Jerusalem. And if you do, oh my gosh, please educate me. I cannot wait to hear your argument for why you're wearing a free Palestine t-shirt. Do you even understand what that means? No, they don't. And they don't. I'm and that to me is the worst. to the point where I'm thinking, someone said something last night, I had a reporter on, the Jewish reporter from Newsweek, I had her on, and she said something I hadn't heard before. My feeling was that there's this whole movement of, well, if it's conservative, we hate it. So we're yeah. young and we're, we want diversity and everything mm-hmm. conserves like, we type yes. the opposite, masks, whatever, any, anything we're going to wear a mask when we're sleeping alone. And, and <laughs> conservatives don't like that. But, but so I feel like, oh, conservatives like Israel, so we hate Israel. But, but she, she clarified something. She said there's a, a serious feeling amongst these college pe- kids mm-hmm. is that somehow Palestine are people of color and mm-hmm. Israelis are white. They mm-hmm. identify as like, so this is what it is. This is, this is, it's another race issue for that. They're, they're creating a race issue where there is none. They're literally adjoining their neighboring countries. They probably mm-hmm. have vastly similar DNA between all of them that with 100% people are sleeping, you know, whatever. And, and yet somehow it became, well, the Palestinians, the Palestinians are people of color and, and Israelis are white people. Like, wow. Here's the issue, right? This, this to me is the nuts and bolts of the whole thing. Let's just say for 10 whole seconds that I'm on the side of Palestine and I agree with them that they have been occupied, mistreated, and that their land has been misappropriated to Israel. Okay, fine. Let's put that to the side. Does that allow for the mass mutilation, and it is mutilation, of families, children, their dogs, their cats, the murder and decapitation of infants, the raping of women to the point that so many men are raping them that they're breaking their legs while they're raping them. I mean, I don't think there's two things, right? So if you say all of that, and we said that the Israelis were doing this to any Muslim population or Americans were doing this to any Muslims or Christians were doing this to any Muslims, there would be a rise in arms like we have never seen before. But because it is being done to a person that is considered to be, uh, you know, a person of power, a nation of power, uh, whatever it is, it's such a load of shit. They're people. 
I listen, I don't care for what the Palestinian people stand for. I don't believe in any religion that calls for the death of other right. groups of people. Right. And if you want to tell me that you are a Palestinian who does not align themselves with Hamas, then can you show me where that march is? Where is the march of the Palestinians saying not Hamas for us, not in our name? Where's that? Staying on the students. Mm-hmm. So they're calling Israel colonials and colonization mm-hmm. of Palestine. But, but right. there are Muslims in China, the Uyghurs, who are being great analogy. killed, persecuted, imprisoned, and you know, thrown in encampments. Where's mm-hmm. the where's the, where's the outrage? Pro Uyghur. Hey, where's the hey, save the Uyghurs? That yep. it's China. Don't mess with China with these. These people love China so much that just don't play around with China. Well, now we have America asking China to tell Iran to stand down. I'm like, I got an idea. Why didn't you issue the sanctions against South Korea to not give the money from the bank to Qatar to not release the money to Iran? And then they're saying, oh, well, you've given all this money to uh, Israel. No, no, no. You misunderstand. See, this is this is the problem where I get very upset. I'm like, so the last payment that the Barack Obama administration made before he left office for his second term was $223 million to Hamas. $223 million to Hamas. Oh, well, Israel gets $4 billion a year. Yes, they do. But they also adhere to the Geneva Convention. They are also an ally to the United States. And they also don't use their money to build concrete tunnels that go underneath of the properties that can join these two states to try to kill people. You know, you want to blame Israel and say, we don't have electric, we don't have water. You only got 7% of your water from Israel. You only got 8% of your electricity from Israel. The rest of it is your own. The reason you don't have it is because they were too busy building tunnels. Why didn't they use that money and build bomb shelters, schools, hospitals? Can you explain that to me? No, you can't. Because it means you have to speak out against Hamas and you know they'll kill you. Look, they... Palestinians are one who, the ones who elected Hamas as, as senators, basically, in essence, in, in the Palestinian Authority. Yep. They want it. They knew what they were voting for. You vote for someone who represents your, your ideals and your views. They, they want to kill people. They want to, kill, they want to eliminate anyone who doesn't believe in Allah or the Prophet. And the issue is, is that most people have not read the Quran. Most people think, like, it's like anything else, right? Like, if you're a Christian or you're a Jewish person— Do you believe every word of the Torah? Do you believe every word of the Bible? Of course not. You know, the books were written thousands of years ago. We believe in the tenets. We believe in the idea. But if you speak to somebody who is an active, you know, practicing, you know, uh, person in the faith of Islam, it's completely different. It's, It's not the same thing at all. And they take it very seriously. And they do believe that you know, women are lesser, gays are evil, um, people have the right to be beheaded, have their hands taken off. Like, the, you know, the price you pay for crime or for things against, you know, the, the Quran, I don't think the American people are even have a clue of how severe this could be. Death is the punishment for homosexuality in Iran. Yes, death and is. a painful death. Yeah, it's like, it's like it's not, there's no gray area here. You don't get to, like, recant your gayness. You know? No. And the, and the weird thing is, and, and this is like, to me, it's such a, such a large issue is, is you have these people marching down Sixth Avenue, queers for Palestine. I'm like, do you, I mean, there's so many memes on social media that say, who's going to tell them? Who's going to tell them? Who's going to tell them? 
Because it's true. I'm like, guys, what are you doing? And I will say General Michael Flynn the other day had something on his um, social media, which I really, I advise everybody to go check out his Twitter feed. Was it, it was, was it addressing Nikki Haley? No. That was good. No, but oh, that also he, was very good. He, he, he definitely he crushed no Nikki Haley. He yeah. did. Yeah, he smashed her like a bug. I was like, oh, that was aggressive. Yeah. But this was a video that showed each of the Middle Eastern countries that surround Israel in the 70s to now and showing how progressive they have gotten towards less and less rights for women, less and less rights for gays, less and less rights for the citizens of their country. In the 1970s, Jordan, Turkey, Egypt, uh, Iran, they all look like the 1970s in America. You know, the women had their hair out and their faces out and they had skirts on and slacks on and they were living their best lives. Now they are in head to toe burkas. They're not in hijabs. They're in burkas. They have eye slits. Some of them have the shadows over their eyes and they think this is okay. I mean, they are performing these, you know, removals of the clitoris on girls as young as eight and nine with no anesthesia so that they can never experience any sort of sexual pleasure because it's the devil for women. Meanwhile, they're raping them. I'm like, I don't, there's there's an ugliness. There's an ugliness to each other for, pleasure it just i do and and it's very ugly you know and it's it's kind of like the whole epstein island thing right like if you went to epstein island it's the only list in the united states government that is 100 percent safe because there's just too many people on it that if that shit came out everything would blow up and i i tell you i remember congressman bentavoli i think he was from jersey and he was going to come out with this list of all of these various congressmen that were sort of partaking in this lifestyle, right. Of hurting children. And they were like, Oh, hell no. They kicked his ass out. Yeah, why, why isn't that being leaked? Exactly. And then who was the other one? Jackie, uh, what's her name? She runs the slush fund in the United States Congress for sexual harassment charges against our congressional representative. Oh, right. That's a very active fund. <laughs> I'm like, just nobody People don't realize I, that's in my one my second book. I talk about that in my second book. It was the swamp. Like people don't realize how many sexual harassment cases are hushed yes. and paid by the American people. The tax dollars. It's, it's not from it's it's not from individual. It's from a, fl- a fund, a congressional. So what fund. do you think that is? Do you think that's just pure ignorance? I mean, I just don't know. I mean, that's what I don't get. I'm like you need a Peter Schweitzer to. Bust that thing open. Listen, man. Peter Schweitzer to find out who's on on Epstein's plane. But, you know, you look at the – what's the film that's coming out tomorrow? The Police State. Yeah. Right? You know, and it's – Was it last week? Tomorrow they're doing a a thing at Mar-a-Lago, right? For those of you listening, we're recording this on Halloween. So tomorrow's November 1st and Bongino and D'Souza and Peter Schweitzer and Jim Jordan and all these people did this documentary on what's known as the police state, right? So it's like all of these people who are just choosing to speak their mind. So if you want to march down the street and say death to the Jews and put swastikas up, you're good. But if you want to question anything else as a conservative, you'll find your ass in the penitentiary sitting on a concrete floor with no civil rights attributed to you at all for so, a hot so second. Ducey had a good back and forth with KJP yesterday about I that. I saw that, yeah. How come... How come you can call MAGA, MAGA extremists uh, just because they support Trump and it's, it's some sort of like, you know, you, you're lumping them in with extremists yeah. like, like Hamas, like, yeah. 
it, it, where's the, where's the, where do you draw the, where does the president draw the line? She was all twisted. Dude, she lost her mind. Into a pretzel. Yeah, she yelled at him. For, what, I was what, like, what, but never answered him. Never answered him. I guess that's the one place you can still yell in America is from, you know, if, at the White House press corps. That's right. You can't Everybody else gets their feelings here. You get in trouble. Yeah, man. You can't yell at producers. You can't yell at writers. You can't yell at anybody. Everybody's a snowflake. I'm like, let me just put you in the corner with your crayons and your cocoa. We'll catch up later when you're feeling back to you. Let me know when you feel whole again, when you feel like you can move on. You know, it's like we are such an embarrassment as descendants of the World War II generation. My God, my grandfather would roll over in his grave. Oh, my God. And I'm telling you right now. I'd like to watch a football game with an old school guy. When when, Now you can't touch it. Well, that's a penalty. Don't touch the quarterback. Don't touch. Oh. We, what do you think about that hockey scary. thing, man? Dude, what about that? Awful. Oh, I cut the other guy's throat. Now, what do you think? I think he did. You, you, he lifted. You could tell when he was being elevated in the air. You could see him lift that leg up. I think he. I don't know if he meant to cut his throat. I mean, he meant to like hurt him, smack him, hurt him. Yeah. I mean, it was just, I mean, it is a freak accident, but I think it was a an accident that didn't have to take place. In other words, there was an action by the other guy, the bad guy, who's apparently the most penalized player in that league. Yeah, um, no, he's got, I went, you know, I don't really, I'm not familiar with, I love hockey, um, but I'm not familiar with him at all. And I was like, man, I don't know this guy. And, uh, you know, obviously Adam Johnson was hurt and uh, just newly engaged, you know, over the summer. So young, you know, just yeah. like, I just, I, all I can think about is like just what they're going through right now because there's no, you know, when you lose a, you know, a child. Tra- this is I, as you can say I'm really cold, but here's here's my stupid mentality. Now every hockey player is going to have to have a neck guard. I mean, I know that was the first thing they wrote. I mean, it's like it's the, the freaking third time it's ever Reed, happened in Reed, history. Reed, Ron Reed, whatever the guy who was trying to blow up a plane with his shoe 40 years, 30 years ago. And mm-hmm. since then, we got to take off our shoes. Every human being's got to take off their shoes to fly an airplane when you don't have to really. Mm-hmm. Just one guy tried it and didn't work. I mean, like, yeah. we, we, we rush to these regulations and over. I know. Them, we're becoming a, a freaking nation of snowflakes. There's- I mean, I just think, you know, the, the issue is, Eric, is that we are dealing with a nation and an idea that. We can somehow it's it's like uh, it's like California where they're having all this crime right now, and all these people who voted to defund the police, they can't get help when they're getting carjacked, robbed, mugged, raped, and they're filing online complaints because they decided to take all that money and give it to the social workers because social workers are really good at being social yeah. and handling massive crime waves. Yeah. And coming in and saying, you know, I know, are you feeling aggressive right now? So when you're holding her like that and you're is, trying is, to take all that, her things. Is that blood dripping out of your gut? Is that, yeah. is that weird? Does, yeah. Is it your, how, do, how would your mother yeah. feel? Is that, is that like an Oedipus complex? Let's let's really dig in here. I'm, or the sanctuary cities. The jerks, mayors who said, bring them, we'll take them all. Now they, they got them. Oh, my God. Nobody's worse than like Hochul, Mayor Adams, Bowser, uh, you know. And I, I tell you what. You saw in Texas yesterday they had that big win, you know, um, with Paxton's lawsuit against the Biden administration for trying to remove the borders that Texas. Why? Why? Then they went to a forklift and they're cutting the barbed wire. They let in 318 migrants, most of whom were from Venezuela. 
And I'm like, can you how many, how many of them are from the Middle East? How many of them yeah. are potential terrorists? You don't know. Exactly. You the don't. Whole, this whole idea of like, we're going to let 6 million people assimilate because oh, they're going to, they're really going to learn the language. Oh, and yeah. And just really care about America as soon as they get here. Bullshit. Look what First of all, Europe. Europe's having a day of reckoning. They're having a moment of what the fuck did we just do? Well, look at, so for example, like Germany, well, Germany's like, forget about it. It's a hot mess, yeah. right? So you got Germany, you got the Netherlands, France. you know, hunger, hung, yeah, for, oh, France, forget France. about it. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing, like, I, I see them getting, like, having all these knife attacks and these, um, uh, you know, car, like where there, there's like thousands of these people in the street and they jump on a car and then they shake it till they can get the people to come out. Then they beat the shit out of the people. Right. And I'm like, okay, so you guys don't have guns. You don't allow your citizens to protect themselves. You've got this rampant crime. Are you banning guns? Are you banning walking? Are you banning groups more than 10? Are you banning knives? Like, what are you banning next? I just don't understand what they don't understand. You know, crime is not committed by law-abiding 2A people. Crimes are committed with illegal guns by people who have mental instability. Crimes committed with legal guns are people who have mental instability nine times out of 10. You know, it's like John Lott, you know, more guns, less crime. He's got five different editions of that book right, uh, right. because there's endless statistics to support it. And that's the problem when you get into a conversation with a liberal. You say, okay, sure. Let, I love this. What's your source? Right. Oh, you're a racist. <laughs> what? Source. We're talking about guns. I, shit. I don't even know. I honestly, it's like impossible to have a conversation with liberals because everything turns into a name game. I'm like, I don't even understand what's happening. I'm like, I saw that rapper at Ole Miss the other day. Did you see this kid? Yeah, it's great. I was like, this is a 20-year-old black rapper leading a chant for Trump. Trump, yeah. I'm like, um, is anybody else watching this shit? Because I know I'm like, oh, my God. That I mean, shot, that mugshot really worked for him. Massive street cred? I don't know. Yeah. It's just like, anyways, I digress. But having said all of that, I think the world is upside down. As always, we are grateful to Allegiance for sponsoring the podcast. For well, I got to tell you, can I just throw this in there? Please, all, can you? All, yes. All the turmoil going on. I mean, you you got to see it. It's, it's everywhere. It's it's no one's mm-hmm. immune. China's not immune. Russia, obviously, Europe is getting involved. There's a reason gold hit two thousand dollars an ounce for the first time in I don't know ten months, eleven months. Only the second time in history. It's going a lot higher. It's the only safe place. Your yep. money's being diluted not a joke. With, with inflation and high interest rates it's a tangible asset if you can load up your back your swimming pool with crude oil i would suggest you do that too but you can't but this is your way of protecting against yeah. geo geopolitical unrest right. and that's what we are yeah. man and we're not headed to like any time of peace anytime soon no. anytime soon no i would agree with you it's a place to be well Thank you, as always, Eric. Thank you, Allegiance. And uh, on this happy note and this positive podcast, we will see you next week. <laughs>